Chapter 18 of the Narrative of Sojourner Truth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Simon Wainwright. The Narrative of Sojourner Truth by Olive Gilbert and Sojourner Truth. Chapter 18. Death of Mrs. Eliza Fowler. As soon as possible, she procured a place for Peter, as tender of locks, at a place called Wakendall, near Greenkills. After he was thus disposed of, she visited her sister Sophia, who resided at Newburgh, and spent the winter in several different families where she was acquainted. She remained some time in the family of Mr. Latin, who was a relative of Solomon Gedney, and the latter, when he found Isabel with his cousin, used all his influence to persuade him she was a great mischief-maker and a very troublesome person, that she had put him to some hundreds of dollars' expense by fabricating lies about him, and especially his sister and her family, concerning her boy. When the latter was living so like a gentleman with them, and for his part he would not advise his friends to harbor or encourage her. However, his cousins, the Latins, could not see with the eyes of his feelings, and consequently his words fell powerless on them, and they retained her in their service as long as they had aught for her to do. She then went to visit her former master, Dumont, she had scarcely arrived there when fred waring entered and seeing isabel pleasantly accosted her and asked her what she was driving at nowadays on her answering nothing particular he requested her to go over to his place and assist his folks as some of them were sick and they needed an extra hand she very gladly assented when mr w retired her master wanted to know why she wished to help people that called her the worst of devils as mr warren had done in the courthouse for he was the uncle of solomon gedney and attended the trial we have described and declared that she was a fool too he wouldn't do it Oh, she told him she would not mind that, but was very glad to have people forget their anger towards her. She went over, but too happy to feel that their resentment was past, and commenced her work with a light heart and a strong will. She had not worked long in this frame of mind before a young daughter of Mr. Waring rushed into the rooms, exclaiming, with uplifted hands heavens and earth isabella fowler's murdered cousin eliza oh said isabel that's nothing he liked to have killed my child 
nothing saved him but god meaning that she was not at all surprised at it for a man whose heart was sufficiently hardened to treat a mere child as hers had been treated was in her opinion more fiend than human and prepared for the commission of any crime that his passions might prompt him to the child further informed her that a letter had arrived by mail bringing the news immediately after this announcement solomon gedney and his mother came in going direct to mrs waring's room where she soon heard tones as of someone reading she thought something said to her inwardly go upstairs and hear at first she hesitated but it seemed to press her the more go up and hear she went up unusual as it was for slaves to leave their work and enter unbidden their mistress's room for the sole purpose of seeing or hearing what may be seen or heard there but on this occasion isabella says she walked in at the door shut it placed her back against it and listened she saw them and heard them read he knocked her down with his fist jumped on her with his knees broke her collarbone and tore her windpipe he then attempted his escape but was pursued and arrested and put in an iron bank for safe keeping and the friends were requested to go down and take away the poor innocent children who had thus been made in one short day more than orphans if this narrative should ever meet the eye of those innocent sufferers for another's guilt let them not be too deeply affected by the relation but placing their confidence in him who sees the end from the beginning and controls the results rest secure in the faith that although they may physically suffer for the sins of others if they remain but true to themselves their highest and more enduring interest can never suffer from such a cause this relation should be suppressed for their sakes were it not even now so often denied that slavery is fast undermining all true regard for human life we know this one instance is not demonstration to the contrary but adding this to the list of tragedies that weakly come up to us from the southern males may we not admit them as proofs irrefragable the newspapers confirmed this account of the terrible affair when isabella had heard the letter all being too much absorbed in their own feelings to take note of her she returned to her work her heart swelling with conflicting emotions she was awed at the dreadful deed she moaned the fate of the loved eliza who had in such an undeserved and barbarous manner been put away from her labors and watchings as a tender mother and last 
though not least in the development of her character and spirit her heart bled for the afflicted relatives even those of them who laughed at her calamity and mocked when her fear came her thoughts dwelt long and intently on the subject and the wonderful chain of events that had conspired to bring her to that day to that house to listen to that piece of intelligence to that house where she never was before or afterwards in her life and invited there by people who had so lately been hotly incensed against her it all seemed very remarkable to her and she viewed it as flowing from a special providence of god she thought she saw clearly that their unnatural bereavement was a blow dealt in retributive justice but she found it not in her heart to exult or rejoice over them she felt as if god had more than answered her petition when she ejaculated in her anguish of mind o lord render unto them double she said i dared not find fault with god exactly but the language of my heart was oh my god that's too much i did not mean quite so much god it was a terrible blow to the friends of the deceased and her selfish mother who said isabella made such a to-do about her boy not from affection but to have her own will and way went deranged and walking to and fro in her delirium called aloud for her poor murdered daughter eliza eliza the derangement of mrs g was a matter of hearsay as isabella saw her not after the trial but she has no reason to doubt the truth of what she heard isabel could never learn the subsequent fate of fowler but heard in the spring of forty nine that his children had been seen in kingston one of whom was spoken of as a fine interesting girl albeit a halo of sadness fell like a veil about her end of chapter eighteen recording by simon wainwright